How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. You are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Locked On NBA, a pack edition. We're going to review the pack numbers for every best works from some teams, the remaining teams, free agents. We're going to look around by position uh, around the league at the pack of all of the players around the NBA today. Pack is points above average created, and it's a metric that I've used on how to evaluate offensive players. I'm David Locke, the host of Locked on NBA, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, and founder of the Locked on Podcast Network. And this should be a good one today. Uh, Pack is points above average created, and what it is a way to evaluate offensive players, it credits, credits them for efficiency of of possessions as well as the ability to use possessions, which is really a skill uh, in and of itself. And uh, I think it's one of the best offensive metrics. It doesn't count turnovers. doesn't count what you do for your teammates. That's a debate we could have inside of itself. But it really values the individual use of a possession, what they do, how teams look, and we'll take a look at those um, at the remaining teams as well. And then maybe later we'll look at what happened in the playoffs as time goes on. Today's show is brought to you, of course, by SeatGeek. They're the title sponsor of Lockdown NBA. They've been with us from the very beginning. Uh, the best place to get tickets to any event. Use the promo code locked and you get a $20 rebate. So download SeatGeek, go to the settings tab, enter in lock. Also, uh, guys, remember Mother's Day? It's Sunday. If you've missed on this one, then let me help you out. You're listening to this on Thursday or Friday. If you haven't done anything, jump on right now and go to berries.com. Use the code locked. And when you click on the, mi- on the microphone code, just go click on the microphone code and click on locked. Uh, it's an amazing deal here for you. Ready? You get amazing berries starting at just nineteen ninety nine. These are just not like regular berries. Huge, sweet, juicy, covered in decadent toppings, whether it's chocolate chips or chopped nuts or white or milk or dark chocolate. It's goodness across the board. It's Sherry's Berries, and you go to berries.com to get it. If you, you know what? Even if you've missed, like, get it out there. Go to berries.com. They'll arrive fresh and delicious. Uh, or your money back. So I promise you that you'll love them. Uh, I have to make sure I save, keep them away from my daughter or else she eats mom's gift. That's the way it works in our house. So it's berries.com, locked, uh, click the microphone code, amazing deal for you, uh, $19.99 plus shipping. You can also double the berries for just $10 more if you've got a big house. So go right now to berries.com and bail yourself out if you haven't taken care of Mother's Day, or maybe even awesome, just have an extra Mother's Day present arrive. Berries.com, code locked. All right, let's go to pack. Again, Let me see if I can explain this quickly, if I may. It's points above average created. So if we were to take uh, Steph Curry uh, or someone of that sort, let's use use Steph as an an example. 
Uh, Steph Curry uses 20 scoring opportunities a night, which is shots and trips to the free throw line. And he averages 2.9 points more than what an average player or a collection of average players would do. That's third best in the NBA. There are two players over three. There are a little more this year than usual. There's about 12 players that are two or better. And if you look past past seasons, just to give you an example, Steph last year was over five. Durant was over four. We didn't have anybody with as good offensive seasons of either of them this year. And then Harden, Leonard, J.J. Reddick, Klay Thompson, LeBron, and Whiteside were all over two. So this year there was more guys over two-pack, less unbelievable seasons. It's usually that we end up with about two or three guys up near the top of of kind of the whole pack rating and then and right hovering around four and then about seven guys, eight guys over two. So it's a little different this year. If you go back here, I'll walk you back through one or two years. 2012-13, Durant was a 4.8, LeBron was a 4.4, and then Harden was 2.8, Stoudemire, and Tyson Chandler and Steph Curry were all in there. Signs that Steph Curry was coming. 13-14, Kevin Durant was a 4.7. LeBron a 4.5. Harden a 3.1. Brooke Lopez was really good. There was Steph again, 2.7. Dirk, Kevin Love, Goran Dragic, Kyle La- Korver, and Brandon Wright. Then 14-15, Durant again, followed by Steph, followed by Harden. Cor- Kyle Korver, Tyson Chandler, Anthony Davis, J.J. Reddick, Clay Thompson, Chris Paul. 15-16, Pretty similar, as I mentioned earlier. That's Steph at 5.8. So Steph goes from 5.8 a year ago to 2.9 this year. Steph had half the impact that he did. He was two times better last year. Pretty incredible. The impact of Durant on his season was significant. Durant, number one offensive player in the league again. So he's been the number one offense player in 16-17, number two offense player in 15-16, number one offensive player in 14-13, number one offensive player in 13-14, number one offensive player in 12-11, number one offensive player in 11-12, and that's it. He was the number six offensive player in 10-11. Is that incredible? I mean, this guy, when you start to put Kevin Durant historically in his place of all time. That's that's real. I mean, he might be greatest small forwards of all time. I guess LeBron, if you call Michael a shooting guard, and then Durant. That's how great what was added to the Warriors is. So the top offensive players in the league this year, according to Pack, Kevin Durant at 3.8, Isaiah Thomas at 3.4, James Harden at 2.9, Steph Curry, LeBron James. Those five match kind of what I think any of you would think. Durant, Isaiah, James Harden, Steph Curry, LeBron James. As bad as everyone's beating up on Isaiah for defense, that offense is so dominating and so awesome. The sixth is Rudy Gobert. That would surprise you. Only 10 scoring opportunities a game, doesn't have his own offensive moves. But when you shoot 66%, and you hit 65% of your free throws, You are your impact on the game offensively is significant. Sixth most positively impactful player. Kyle Carl Anthony Towns. This is interesting. Carl Anthony Towns, 20 scoring opportunities a game. Rudy Gobert, 10 scoring opportunities a game. And the two of them have the same amount of impact above average at 2.7. Now, 
there's a positive to Carl Anthony Towns using an extra 10 possessions. Because it means that somebody who's not good can't use them. But if you are on a team with other really good, high, uh, above-average offensive players, I go bare, leaving another 10 possessions to other players to go push that number even better would be fabulous. Kind of depends on your team makeup. Kyle Lowry, 2.6. It's a big-time free agent right there. People are going to worry about the numbers and the age. He's impacting games in a way that very few other players are. He's the best free agent out of the market for that. Kyle, uh, Kawhi Leonard, 2.4. You don't hear Russell Westbrook here. Everyone's going to go Russell Westbrook MVP. You don't hear Russell Westbrook here. DeAndre Jordan, 2.3. Nikolai Jokic, 2.3. Danilo Gallinari, 2.0. This is a free agent that likely will opt out that people are not talking about that is a game changer if he goes to a good team. He gets added to the Spurs. He gets added to the Rockets. He gets added to the Jazz. That's a game changer. Bradley Beal at 2.0. Let's run down the next set of players that are above 1.5. There's another 11 players, and we'll work. Giannis Adetokounmpo, 1.8. Chris Paul, 1.8. Tyson Chandler still in that group at 1.8, despite... You know, he shoots 67%. The, the, the impact Tyson Chandler has, putting your team above average, is the same as Otto DeCumbo, Chris Paul, and Michael Conley. Mike Conley at 1.8. Clint Capella, 1.7. Otto Porter, 1.6. He's a restricted free agent. Gordon Hayward, 1.6. Dwight Howard, 1.6. Dame Lillard, 1.5. For all the talk of C.J. McCollum or Dame Lillard, who's better? Dame Lillard is a 1.5. C.J. McCollum's a 1.3. Montrell's Harrell, 1.5. Houston not willing to play him in the playoffs. Might be a mistake. Clay Thompson, 1.5. Gary Harris and Denver, 1.5. Look at Denver. Jokic, Gallinari, and Harris. Paul George and Jimmy Butler, both 1.4. Gordon Hayward, by the way, 1.6 there. Jay Crowder, 1.4. Jay Crowder does an awful lot for Boston's offense. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason with Jay Crowder. Kyle Korver, 1.4. George Hill, 1.4. Anthony Davis, 1.3, C.J. McCollum, 1.3, Kyrie Irving, Lou William, J.J. Redick. The J.J. Redick number 1.2 is important because he was at 2.3. Really considerable drop from J.J. Redick, who is a free agent. And it'll be interesting to see what L.A. does. Nene, who's just got hurt, 1.1. Ennis Cantor, very good offense player, 1.1. Joel Embiid was a 1.1 in his 31 games. Seth Curry, 1.2, really good year, 1.1, good year in Dallas. Valanchunas, 1.0, and Nerlens Noel, 1.0. Let me give you some of the worst offensive players. And these guys, the impact of a negative pack player is really, really substantial. Really substantial. Uh, and I think gets underplayed a little bit. We've got to kind of go to games played here. Uh, and so I'm a guys who played over 40 games eliminates Justice Winslow leaves Cameron Payne, who were both awful. Zach Randolph was the biggest negative pack player in the NBA this year. He used 14 scoring opportunities. He was 1.8 below average. Justice Winslow was the worst, but he only played 31 games. Cameron Payne was really bad. He didn't play enough. Michael Carter Williams minus 1.4. Interesting to watch this. Nikolai Nikola uh, Vukovic, negative 1.6 in Orlando. They keep 
riding him and believing in him. He's, he's not a good offense player. He goes to free throw line 6% of his possessions. He shoots 3, 6% of his possessions. He shoots 47% on 78% of his shot possessions are twos. The rest are turnovers that I didn't mention there. It's really a, it, he averages 15 points and 10 rebounds. You get lured in by those numbers. It's, it's, not, it's not good. Dwayne Wade, minus 1.6. Emmanuel Moutier, minus 1.6. Brandon Ingram, minus 1.6. Probably not to worry about too much. Rajon Rondo, minus 1.4. Marcus Smart, minus 1.4. As is Ish Smith. Deion Waiters, everybody talked about the great Deion Waiters year and how he's revitalized in Miami. Minus 1.4. Still a very inefficient player. Lou Aldang, a minus 1.3. Marcus Morris in Detroit. Tyler Eulis in Phoenix. J.R. Smith in Cleveland, minus 1.2. Reggie Jackson in Detroit, minus 1.2. Michael Carter-Williams, Rajon Rondo, Ish Smith, and Reggie Jackson is your five worst point guards. Trey Lyles in Utah in his second year, minus 1.2, as was Frank Kaminsky. Kaminsky did it in fewer in many more possessions. Stanley Johnson, too. So tough sequence there for number or second-round players. Josh Richardson, Dario Saric, Evan Turner, Malcolm Delaney, Mario Hazonia, Tony Allen, Brandon Knight, Kent Bazemore, Brandon Jennings, and Tyreek Evans, all minus one Chris Dunn, Demotis Sabonis as rookies, Terry Rozier, D'Angelo Russell minus one, and Isaiah Whitehead. So everybody else I didn't mention is in between one and one uh, where most players are. Uh, in the league. One of my beliefs in PAC is that if you're going to win a title, you need to have your entire roster be positive, all but generally one guy being positive. Because what it does mean is that when teams start to force the ball out of your hands of your star players, which as the series goes on, they should be able to do, then as the ball gets moved over to Shane Battier with Miami in their championship years, if Shane Battier is your fifth option, he's above average, then even on those possessions where the defense wins, they get out of your hands, you're still positive. The Warriors, Patrick McCaw is only a minus .1, so that's about even. Matt Barnes is a minus .5, plays rarely. And Draymond Green is a minus .6, but in the playoffs, Draymond Green has been one of the best offensive players in the entire league. So the Warriors fit that. This is where the Warriors are unbelievable. Durant is 3.8. Steph is 2.9. The two of them combined are a plus 6.7 pack. Remember, there's only 10 guys above two. So unless you have four of those 10 when they have two of them, you can't, it's almost impossible to catch these guys, and they have nobody that's a significant negative that's bringing that number back down. This is where you just, the Warriors are unstoppable. Then you had Clay at 1.5, and, and now these three guys are in a totally different stratosphere. And as, I, as we go back to what I talked about at the beginning, there just aren't that many guys above two. I mean, you can't couple enough guys together to get to the number you need to to match the Warriors. They have to have a terribly... Off night. Iguodala's a point nine. McGee's a point nine. I mean, these guys, this is ridiculous. Uh, Cleveland would be the one that could get them, right? In the finals. LeBron is a 2.8. Kyle Korver a 1.4. And Kyrie Irving's a 1.2. I mean, as good as those guys are, that's a 5.6. That's tough to beat, but that's nowhere near the top three numbers I just gave you for the Warriors. 
Defense impact things. J.R. Smith is the only negative on the Cavaliers. He just had a really tough year shooting 35% from three. Only went to the free throw line 1.7% of his possessions this year in the 41 games he played. So when you start to look at these teams, you begin to understand why they're so superior to everybody else. Houston, Harden at 2.9, Capella at 1.7, Lou Williams at 1.8. The Nene injury is big. That's a plus one. And they actually have almost nobody that's negative. Trevor Ariza's right on even. Patrick Beverly's right on even. Sam Decker's right on even. Eric Gordon, for all the talk of his year, only going to the free throw line 6% of his possessions is actually only a plus two. What about the Spurs? Who are still in this thing. In fact, in charge of this thing as, as we record it. Kawhi plus 2.4. Dwayne Dedman, David Lee, Pal Gasol, Davis Bertans, all kind of point four better. They have a lot of negatives. LaMarcus Aldridge, a negative point seven pack player this year. Tony Parker, a negative point eight. Jonathan Simmons, a negative point six. It's really Danny Green was even negative. But LaMarcus really had a, a poor season all year. Tony Parker showing his age. It is where the argument that Tony Parker being off the floor might actually help the Spurs a little bit because it's the minus point eight is as negative as the second-best offensive player for the Spurs. Dropping minus point eight's a big, big deal from your for them. For Washington, they have the same problem. Bradley Beal, 2.0. Otto Porter, 1.6. Banyang Banyanovic, 1.8. Marcin Gortat's positive. John Wall is actually a negative point four. He's not an efficient offense player. Kelly Oubre's negative. Brandon Jennings a minus 1.1. Uh, their bench just kills them. Sadoransky's a minus point four. Trey Burke's only a minus point two. Markeith Morris is a minus point three. So for all their greatness of that starting lineup, it's not a very efficient group. It's not one that's ever going to be able to win a title. You, you have too many negative players in there. And let's go to Boston, who will be playing Cleveland in all likelihood at this point. Isaiah Thomas, incredible, 3.4. Jay Crowder, 1.4. Amir Johnson, 0.8. Again, you don't think of him as an offense player, but five scoring opportunities at 60% a night and hits a three every night. Helps you out. Kelly Olenek, 0.7. Al Horford was dead even, but Avery Bradley, negative. Jalen Brown, negative 0.2, as is Avery Bradley. JL Green, negative 0.3. Terry Rozier, minus 1. And Marcus Smart, minus 1.4. That just will catch up to you at some point. All right, let's roll by position. Just to kind of run through best and worst of each position for you on a season recap of pack. Your best point guards, Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry, Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, Mike Conley, Dane Lillard, George Hill, Kyrie Irving, Goran Dragic, Kemba Walker, Jeff Teague. I mean, just absolutely no surprise uh, in there at all. The surprise is you didn't hear Russell Westbrook's name. Russell Westbrook was a pure even possession user this year, even despite using an incredible 29 scoring opportunities a night, point one. Patty Mills, free agent, point four. Eric Bledsoe may be available from Phoenix, point three. I don't think Goran Dragic is available in Miami anymore, but been talked about, point eight. Free agent, 2.6, Kyle Lowry, 1.8, Chris Paul, 1.3, George Hill. Some pretty darn good point guards out there. Darren Collison, always underrated, point four. 
Other point guards probably worth mentioning. Um, Darren Williams, minus .2, so did not have value. Ricky Rubio, for all the negatives of his offense, only a minus .3. John Walls, I mentioned, surprisingly poor, minus .4. Drew Holiday, free agent, minus .6. Corey Joseph, Toronto, may be available with their cap situation, minus .6. Those aren't great. Derek Rose, minus .8. Another name that's likely available. Or is. He's a free agent. Uh, Reggie Jackson, one of the worst in the league at minus 1.2. And we mentioned it earlier. Carter Williams, Manuel Moody, Rajon Rondo, Ish Smith, Marcus Smart, Samaja Christian, Tyler Eulis, Reggie Jackson. Let's go to shooting guards. I apologize. Every now and then I have a positional thing that's off on this. Um, just that many players, and sometimes it happens. James Harden's your best. Bradley Beal's your second best shooting guard. Clay Thompson, your third. Gary Harris, your fourth. And Jimmy Butler, your fifth. C.J. McCollum, six. Lou Williams, seven. J.J. Redick, eighth. Seth Curry, nine. And Alan Crabb, tenth. Big money for Alan Crabb. And maybe available. They've got to probably shed two contracts. Some other interesting names in there. Bunyan Bunyanovich is point eight. Marco Bellinelli, still positive, point three. Aaron Aflalo's even. Evan Fournier's even. Norman Powell, even. Now some uh, guys that are on the wrong side. Ben McLemore's only minus .2 might be available. Buddy Heald, minus .2. Sacramento hoping that gets better. Victor Oladipo, a minus .5 at Oklahoma City. Jamal Crawford, a minus .6 as age begins to perk up. Rodney Hood, a minus .7 this year for Utah. Devin Booker, for all the love, a minus .9. That means it's in 21 possession or scoring opportunities that Devin Booker uses have an average players. If you allocated those possessions uh, to, av- to average players, they would score .9 points more than Devin Booker does on a night. A little surprising. Dwayne Wade's the worst. Deion Waiters the second worst. J.R. Smith third. Josh Richardson fourth. Evan Turner the fifth. Mario Hazonia sixth. Let's go to small forwards. Number one, small forward Durant. Number two, LeBron. Number three, Kawhi Leonard. Number four, Danilo Gallinari. Five, Giannis. Number six, Otto Porter. Seven, Gordon Hayward. Eight, Paul George. Nine, Jay Crowder. Ten, Kyle Korver. Could be a shooting guard probably for Kyle Korver. As I said, sometimes these come up a little funky. Other players that might be of interest, Tobias Harris might be available. He's a plus four. Detroit's probably restructuring a little bit. That was my thought there. Trevor Reese's dead even as you watch him in the playoffs. Solomon Hill, big signing, was a negative .3. Harrison Barnes, for all the talk of his year, negative .4. You're not going to win with a guy who's negative as your primary guy. You're not. Nicholas Batum, minus .7. Carmelo Anthony, minus .7. Andrew Wiggins, minus .8. Brandon Ingram, worst small forward, followed by Luel Deng, Stanley Johnson, Dario Sark, Kent Bazemore, Jeff Green, Al Farouk Camino, and then Andrew Wiggins and Carmelo Anthony. Let's go to power forwards. Number one power forward, Carl, well, he's a center, really. Well, I guess they have Gorgie Zhang as the center. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Montrell's Harrell is probably a center they have as a power forward. This, Anthony Davis is now a power forward, so at 1.3. Nerlene's Noel at 1.0. It's looking how low these numbers are. It's just hard to be that efficient in the day and age of the three. 
Uh, Rashawn Holmes in Philly, point nine. Channing Fry, point nine. Brandon Bass in his limited 52 games for the Clippers, point eight. Amir Johnson, Miles Turner, point eight. That's terrific. Ryan Anderson, point seven. Jamichael Green in Memphis. I mean, you're talking Jamichael Green in Memphis or Zach Randolph. This would tell you it's a no-brainer. You have to go Jamichael Green. Then Blake Griffin of interest, point six, probably a well, free agent at the end of the year or now. Um, Serge Ibaka, a point three, so he's positive. David West, positive in Golden State. Von Maker is a rookie, dead even. That's not very That does not happen very often. Continuing, Julius Randle, negative point two, much better than he was the year prior. Paul Millsap, negative for the first time in a long time at negative point four, free agent. Wonder if age is kicking in there a little bit. PJ Tucker, minus point five. Dirk Nowitzki, age kicked in at minus point six. Lamarcus, minus Aldridge, minus point seven. Derek Favors, minus point eight. The worst, Zach Randolph, one point, minus 1.3. Marcus Morris, minus 1.3. Trey Lyles, Frank Kaminsky, Sabonis, Dragon Bender, and Derek Favors wrap up the power forwards of the least or the most negatively impactful. Your number one center, Rudy Gobert, followed by DeAndre Jordan, Nikolai Jokic, Tyson Chandler, and Clint Capella. Dwight Howard, Montrell's Harold Nene, Ennis Kanter, and Jonas Valanciunas are all positive one. Uh, Marcin Gortat is a point plaza point seven, much better than people realize. Kelly Olynyk point seven, who's a restricted free agent. Pal Gasol a positive point five. Demarcus Cousins a positive point five, but nothing dramatic. Greg Monroe likely a free agent, positive point four. Al Horford is dead even. Marcus Gasol dead even this year. Um. I never actually did one that I meant to mention was DeMar DeRozan was even this year for all the talk of his inefficiencies. Um, Nikolai uh, Vukovic is the worst, followed by Andre Drummond, Robin Lopez, Joakim Noah, Boris Diaw, Miles Leonard, and Yusuf Nurkic. All right, that is your run-through pack. I hope you like that. It's a little different way to look at it. Points above average created. Remember, berries.com. Click on the microphone and hit locked. Also, SeatGeek, $20 rebate. Use the promo code locked. All right, that is today's edition of Pack Season Ender for Locked on NBA. I'm David Locke. Have you found the podcast of your favorite NBA team, Locked on Podcast Network, each and every NBA team represented with a daily podcast? Make sure you check them out and subscribe. It is Locked on NBA. I'm David Locke. Have a great day.